Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. Hey everyone, it's Amy Johnston. I'm an actress, martial artist, and stunt woman, and you're listening to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me again for her return engagement is Amy Johnston, uh, actress, stunt woman, martial artist, uh, star of Lady Blood Fight. If you haven't seen it yet, guys, go see it. So much fun. So awesome. She looks badass in it. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, it means I didn't mess up too badly last time. <laughs> Put that on me. All the messing up would have been on my end. So thank you for coming back. No, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, when, when last we spoke, uh, one of the things that uh, that stayed with me from that interview was uh, all this talk about uh, the hustle that you put into to doing all of the work that you do. Now, let me just point out that since that time, you've made about 60 videos covering three different topics, several films, some mocap work, some charity work, a few Twitch streams, a travel vlog, not to mention your first book, Five Golden Rings. <laughs> Oh, man. When you put it like that, it makes me feel uh, very good. Huh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I, I did all that. Yeah, but uh, so what drives all of that creativity? I mean, what gives you so much fuel to just pump that stuff out? Gosh, there's so many things. Um, okay, honestly, one of the main things was my father passing, not to get dark. Um, but it, it was, it's, you know, death often changes your perspective on life, especially somebody close to you. And it uh, made me realize how little time I have, you know, it often does that. Um, and so that was a big turning point in my life. And I, you know, for so many years, I've been, you know, on this roller coaster in the film industry as, as one is, um, you know, and you often don't control much or control your schedule. Um, and I wanted to start taking control a little bit more and, you know, opening up and doing some, you know, broadening my uh, work that people see me do, because I'm interested in a lot of different things besides martial arts, um, and a lot of different areas in martial arts. So I wanted to share different things that I've learned through my experiences, you know, inspire when I can and give give back to the people that have been supporting me and at the same time create my own content and you know do whatever I want to do and stop waiting for people to uh, tell me when I can and can't work um, so it's, it's a very uh, a mixture of, of many reasons I have to imagine that the the life of an actress life of a stunt person it winds up being a lot of kind of waiting around so to your credit you didn't just sit around and and uh, just kind of wait for the jobs to come in you you've done so much stuff it's it's mind-boggling how much you've done <laughs> oh thank you that really makes me feel happy because i always feel like i need to do so much more so that that's very nice to hear um and yeah and it's it's not yes you do wait a lot in the film industry um but you know i've i've thankfully been really busy it's just that i I always want to do more, you know, so I'll be on set, like editing my videos that are supposed to release uh, in an hour or whatever. Like I just, I always want to do more and I want to um, have more control and show my passions. And, you know, I just, it's never enough, never enough time, but I am uh, <laughs> pushing myself to do as much as I can. And I'm actually uh, becoming much better with time management because of all of 
all of these new videos and ideas and things that I'm doing. So you have a time turner, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, tell me about your videos because you've done some, some great stuff there. You've got hero training, you've got martial arts history. You also have herogenic fitness. What, what was the genesis behind all of these things? All right. So with hero training, one of the biggest things was I wanted to showcase all these amazing, talented martial artists, actors, performers, you know, stunt artists in Los Angeles that I know that, you know, don't highlight themselves. Um, and it's often I get asked, you know, what's the life of a stunt performer? How do you guys train? And I was like, what if I put this all in, in one show? You know, I, you know, interview a guest and show how they train and we'll make it fun. And uh, that's where hero training came from. Um, and then next martial arts history. Uh, a common question I get asked is, you know, what martial arts should I start with? You know, I'm intimidated to get into martial arts. I don't know much about martial arts. So I wanted to do quick little segments, um, like a basic breakdown of the history of some of these martial arts to give people an idea. I only did 10 episodes, um, so obviously there's many more martial arts out there, but I plan to do more with the styles in the future and actually put them into a book. Um, but that was that. And then what else? Herogenic Fitness. So Herogenic is a company that my fiance and I started actually. Um, and that's, yeah, right now it's uh, fitness, um, but it will be nutrition soon. And it's you know, it's something that we're both very passionate about. You know, you can train really hard, but if you don't know how to take care of your body and, and eat the right things and eat at the proper times, you're not doing yourself uh, anything good. You're just overworking yourself, really. So there's a lot that I want to share. And uh, that's where Herogenic came from. And Herogenic means, you know, being your own hero, in a sense. And, uh, you know, comes from the word photogenic, like looking good in a, in a picture, but uh, herogenic is feeling good and feeling like a hero. So that was the genesis of all those three right there. <laughs> well, what's the response been from your audience? Uh, I know you have fans here. Uh, my, my daughters and I uh, watched Hero Training. Um, I actually uh, go back to some of your uh, training videos because you know we're doing it with our martial arts, so it helps to just keep that practice going. But uh, how's the response? Cool, thank you. Um, the response is, you know, some people like hero training, some people don't like hero training, some people like martial arts history, some people don't, and some people like the fitness workout videos, and some people don't. So um, that's okay. That's, you know, that's what I expected. I'm kind of throwing a lot of things out there right now and uh, seeing the feedback. But overall, you know, I think the audience is happy to be receiving uh, consistent content from me. And it really makes me happy to hear the feedback that people have lost weight through the videos or they've learned things or they started martial arts or they, you know, gained confidence or something I said helped them. So it's, it's really helping push me forward to do more. So it's been good overall, I'd say. What is the schedule looking like going forward? Do you, do you have stuff lined up and ready to go still? I do. Uh, I took a break because I, it just, it just became a lot because, you know, like I said, I was consistently working while putting out these videos and I was doing five videos for five weeks. And that was <laughs> so much on me when I was working at the same time. Um, so I took a little bit of a break and right now I'm prepping on a film, but I'm also prepping a new series. I've been, I talked about it a little bit on my YouTube videos, but it's basically 
I'll tell you a little bit about it. I've been keeping it kind of a secret. But so hero training was me training with the guest. Um, So I want to flip that around and I want people to train with me. Um, It's action star training. So I'm going to be bringing in comedians and YouTube stars and like uh, social media celebrities to come in and, uh, you know, I interview them, train with them uh, or they train with me. And then we do a fun little fight scene at the end. But it's them becoming an action star in like a 10, 15 minute uh, episode. And so with this, this is a higher production, you know, I'm going to have a cameraman finally and, and so people on set to help me. So it's not just a one person team. And with that, it's, it's taking longer. So I'm now putting more time into just one main thing. Um, so that's my series that I'm working on right now. And then uh, I'm going to be releasing some videos on nutrition and some motivational videos in there. So I definitely have, I definitely have things. I'm just, uh, I took a little bit of a break. Uh, you earned it, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, try. Thank you. No, and then uh, of course your your first book, How to Stunt in Hollywood. How's that going for you? Yay! I'm so. I was just so honored that people took their time to, you know, do these interviews for the book, and uh, all these amazing stunt people and coordinators and directors got involved in the book, and it really, really made me happy. It's awesome. Um, I'm getting good feedback, you know, because another, you know, another question I get is like, how do I get into the stunt industry? How do I get? Um, how do I become an action star? Can I do stunts and acting at the same time? And when I first got into stunt work and I also was doing acting, I was like looked down upon um, because you typically don't do both. And I, I didn't, I, I didn't like that. I kept pushing forward and doing exactly what I wanted. And I want other people to know that <laughs> not to worry about what people you know, tell you, you can't do, you absolutely can just because somebody hasn't done it exactly like you before. It doesn't mean you can't do it. Like you just have to pave your own way, obviously is the saying. Um, but that's, that's where the book idea came from is, you know, showing, um, all these different stories about people getting to where they want to be, um, in a world that, not many people know of or give much respect to, and that's the stunt industry. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, how has the response been from the stunt community? Because, you, like you said, it's not uh, uh, an industry that people can just kind of jump into. I mean, technically they can, but uh, it takes some real skill. But have they been supportive, or is it like the magician's code kind of thing where they hunt you down for spilling all their secrets? Oh my gosh. No, I mean, cause we, we, you know, of course I set it up so that they're happy with the interviews and I was never going to make them feel uncomfortable. And, you know, that's not the point. The response that I've gotten personally was, was, is good, you know, but I don't know what people are saying behind my back. I, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't know, but I, um, you know, the people that are in the book are happy with how everything turned out and that's the right. stunt community seems grateful to have a book like this to share to newcomers you know so from my understanding people are happy with it but That's you cool. never know yeah from uh, from an outsider's perspective uh, I'm not going to get into the stunt industry anytime soon but the book was still really helpful and really inspiring great stories in there some great personalities with some some fantastic anecdotes with um, how they got into the industry and, and how they keep themselves in the industry one of the big takeaways for me personally was that uh again going back to something that you do it it requires a serious amount of hustle a a serious amount of dedication to one get into the industry to stay in the industry 
and then three to rise above and excel beyond the industry if you want to. So th- there was a lot of stories in there where people were like, you know, if if you want to do this, you you have to put your mind to it and go out there and get it because it's not going to come to you, right? So exactly, yeah, and um, and that was a uh, that's something that I, I can at least take with me, you know, being old and decrepit the, <laughs> into <laughs> something like. Uh, you know, say my martial arts training or, or just, you know, going to work every day. If you're, if you're going to do it, go out and do it and go out and get it for yourself because it's not going to be handed to you. Yeah. So, so well said. And, and you're right. It goes so beyond the stunt industry. It's, it's in general, if there's something you really want to do, you at least need to try. And again, what you said is, you know, you can't just dip your toe. You have to jump in. I actually think one of my, uh, I think Jeff Wolf said something like that, you know, don't just dip your toe in there. You got to jump uh, quickly and aggressively. You have to go forward with a massive intent um, and push you know, um, that's the same with like acting. Actually, if you play a character and you kind of like, mm, you're kind of nervous and you you don't you don't go you don't go all in. You're gonna it might be a little awkward, but you if you go all the way, if you make it a ten and you go crazy with it, it's gonna come out better. You just have to jump and figure it out later. I think. Well, as stunt people, you're you're much more used to jumping than, than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. But yeah, I respect so I respect all um, the amazing professionals in the industry for you know going towards what they want and hustling. Like it really is a major hustle, and to live in Los Angeles and you know uh, with all the expenses, it's it can be difficult. So I respect everyone in the industry. Yeah, I, I love the whole stunt industry. Uh, I find that whole bunch of people just interesting because of the the commitment that they put into the uh, the job like you said in the book it it it's there's this perception that you're all kind of just crazy and kind of half cocked and uh, you're reckless but it's not like yeah. that at all no it's really not i think uh, chris brewster said you know we take calculated risks um a lot of people when i tell them uh, you know i did i've done stunt work they're like oh my gosh how many bones have you broken and you know uh all of that and that's normal but they they just see these crazy movements and they don't really see behind the scenes of the prep work and the rehearsal and that's another thing i really wanted to um you know uh, be shown through the book is, you know, we're not just daredevils. We, there's a lot that goes into the making of action scenes. Yeah. And, uh, we, we, we talked about this a little bit the last time that you were on, but, uh, it's a shame that the stunt industry isn't recognized in something like the Oscars, uh, when other parts of movie making are, are recognized. And it's, it's really just too bad. I know you guys have your own awards, but, uh, um, so much goes into it. And, the movies are made so much better because of it that uh, they really should be recognized a bit more. 100%. And it, it can be frustrating because, you know, a lot of uh, stunt coordinators and uh, they become second unit directors. And, uh, you know, especially on an action film, they're really directing a lot of the film because it's, you know, there's a lot of action in it. So to not be recognized for something like that, it is, you know, I can only imagine being very frustrating. Yeah. Now, let's go uh, into some of your film work. The last time that you were on, you mentioned that you were leaving the country for a film project that you couldn't talk about. Can you talk about it now? Uh, no. But I, <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> Come on! No, I, I wish I could tell you the chaos of this year. It has been the craziest year um, in good and bad ways, but I, I still can't talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does it involve oh, a wish. comic book superhero universe at all? 
Uh, <laughs> not really. Ah. Uh, <laughs> right, well. Hopefully next time. All right. Well, we're still waiting for that. Uh, Black Cat's still okay. waiting for you. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, uh, one of um, one of my personal favorite projects of yours, The Gate? Now, it, the last time that we talked, it was going to be made into a feature film. Or the last I heard is, is there any movement on that? Yes, so I am not a part of that anymore um, because of some, you know, differences in business. I'm not quite sure what they're doing uh, with the film going forward, but um, yes, I am no longer a part of that at the moment. But, you know, I was happy to do the short film and a lot of great things came from it. So it's okay. Well, what about uh, other uh, productions coming up? You, have you considered a food blog where you drive all over the country trying different ramens? That's something that you should probably look into. Well, yeah, if you saw my Tokyo vlog, which yes. I know you have, you saw me eating like 10 different bowls of ramen. So, of course, you think about me and ramen together. In the season. <laughs> I know, I'm terrible, I'm terrible. Um, no, there's a lot of, I mean, I would be happy to drive around and eat all day. But, you know, I do plan on with with hero training. One of my goals is to travel around the country to different countries to train with masters. Oh, that's cool. um, like a master's edition of hero training. And again, that that uh, deserves more budget. So but that is in the future. And hopefully I'll, you know, I'll definitely eat along the way and ramen when I can. So <laughs> everything all in one. Other than the, the stuff that I've gotten from your videos, uh, do you have any tips for me as I continue my own uh, personal training? You know, preferably trips that involve lots of rest and sleep. Oh, those are so important. <laughs> I got to tell you. It really, I mean, come on. You got to take care of your body. Um, yeah, I, honestly, the number one thing is putting the right food into your body. Like I mentioned earlier, and I'm going to be doing many more videos on that, many videos in the future uh, regarding nutrition. But if you can really understand how your body works and the proper foods to put in your body, you're going, you're going to be so much better for that. Um, all the work you put in will, you know, make a much more of an impact. And, you know, that's, that's an obvious, but when I when I say research and know what you're putting in your food, I really mean take the time, like take an hour out of your day to really understand what's best for your body. Um, and beyond that, um, I would say don't overwork yourself every day um, because you'll eventually get tired. I would say do something that you can do consistently for the long run. Um, that is you know, something that I always have difficulty with because I want to, I want to work really hard and have like instant success, but, um, I tire myself out and, uh, and then you don't want to go back to the gym or you don't want to train again because you're like, I don't want to go through that again. But if you can find a consistency and a balance, you'll go much further. What, what is your training schedule like nowadays? Do, is it a, a constant thing for you or is it uh, just on and off when you need to? Oh, it's, it's uh, all over the place, depending on what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, for a film prep, I'm, I'm training different things, like different styles of martial arts for a specific film or, you know, to get my body looking a certain way. Um, but typically, I'll do like a leg day, an arm day, um, a core, and I'm doing cardio on all those days. Um, beyond that, I train martial arts uh, at least twice a week. Um, and then I try to go on hikes, do a lot of walking around. Um, and I'm just always moving and trying new things. I like to, you know, rock climb, things like that. So I would say <laughs> with everything said, I'm, I'm doing something every day for at least an hour to keep moving and, and 
build something more with my body. What time do you wake up in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, not that early, just like around eight most of the time. But I've, you know, I've really been getting better with time management. Um, And I've been writing down uh, like by the, by every 30 minute increments of, you know, what I need to be doing throughout the day. And I know that sounds like, I know it sounds OCD, but I'm such like an ADD person that I will just spend the whole day doing something else that I hadn't planned to. So when I really have at least um, a schedule for the day of things I need to do, then I'm like, okay, I can fit this here, this here, this here. And then by five o'clock, I have everything done. I can relax. Um, It's just amazing what you can get done in a day when you, when you prep yourself for that, you know? It's nice that you uh, allotted so much time for Twitch streaming. Yeah, so my <laughs> totally no. So my fiance started a uh, attack the stack. It's really yeah. fun. He's a great, uh, very intelligent with gaming, and uh, he started that up. And I join him every Tuesday. If anybody wants to join, that's listening. It's really fun. We've been playing a lot of different games, and uh, yeah, gotta get some fun gaming in once in a while. Not everything can be business, but thankfully, I do love my work and my business. So it's all really. I can't complain. <laughs> Very cool. So where is your hustle taking you next? What Any new projects coming up that you can't talk about? Unfortunately, I can't talk about anything. That's just... <laughs> wow. I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, actually, <laughs> no, it's, fine. it's terrible. There's so many things I would love to tell you right now. Um, actually, an, this uh, YouTube Red show that I was in just came out oh, a couple days ago. It's called Escape the Night. I was in that. That's kind of a fun action uh, series. Yeah, I so saw the um, a kind of a surreal type of uh, storyline. It's like a, a sort of like a Big Brother situation. Kind of, yeah. The director uh, and writer, his name is Adam Lawson. He's he's awesome. What he did is created like a reality mixed with like a reality show mixed with a scripted show and he put them together. He blended them together. I don't know how he did it, but it works and it's uh, very entertaining. And you played jail. Jail. Yes. Yes. So that's something fun to watch. And beyond that, you know, I, um, I do have some very exciting things in the future. I will be, you know, traveling to several different States within the next five months, everything that I can't talk about. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Well then here's something that, uh, that you have talked about. So I'm going to ask you to talk about it here. Um, I want to leave my audience uh, with a lasting impression of you. Um, one that they won't soon forget. So please, if you will, uh, (laughs) please recount your, your good Samaritan effort in Tokyo that left you with a handful of more than just warm and fuzzy feelings. (laughs) <laughs> you're really gonna make me tell this okay 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 uh okay if okay well I'm, i mean would would you not have done the same thing uh okay uh, okay okay let, let me story. let me explain where it would have ended for me um okay but uh, you start it and I'll, I'll tell you where i would have stopped <laughs> yeah 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 you just you just call out stop and i'll stop um so basically uh my fiance zach and i went to japan for like seven days in total uh we were in tokyo and we were at the Tsukiji fish market and right before we left we were speaking to this sweet sweet old lady um not really speaking she was she couldn't speak english uh she was taiwanese but you know giving hand gestures and smiling 
like you do. Um, and eventually she, she went to the bathroom and, uh, she came back out and she had toilet paper on her foot. And so, you know, she didn't notice and I couldn't let her just walk around with toilet paper on her foot. It was like a long drag, like, <laughs> you know, a couple feet of toilet paper and she was too cute to like, let go. So I went up to her and I tried to tell her and I pointed and she looked down and was confused. So of course I went down, I, you know, tried to take the toilet paper off her shoe and I kept pulling and it like didn't come off like it should have. Okay, stop right there. Stop. Yeah, I knew you were gonna Stop right there. Okay. Reaching down and trying to pull off the toilet paper is where I would have drawn the line. I just Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I would have stepped on it and pulled okay. it you know, maybe pulled it away. But to actually get down there and put your hands on toilet paper that has clearly been used within the last couple of minutes. Is... How did I know it was going to be used, though? Okay. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, I okay. I agree, I agree. But it does, just uh, my um, my thinking at that point would have been like, you know what? That's probably not safe to touch. But <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, but I mean, she was so sweet. You should have seen her face. How? Come on. Okay. So to end the story. Um, there was poop on the toilet paper and the, you know, that's why it wasn't coming off. And eventually I had a big chunk of, uh, poop in my hand Wow! and she gave me the funniest face. I looked up at her like <laughs> super embarrassed and embarrassed for her, but she just smiled and did this like little shrug and was like, thank you. And I was like, is this a normal thing? Did you set this up? I don't know. But, uh, he, and, you know, I ran to the bathroom my, and Zach was looking at me. He had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't tell him about it until that night. <laughs> oh. now, what kind of emotions are running through your head when you're sitting there with somebody else's poop in your hands? I can't even. I don't know. It was a, it was a blur of chaos. <laughs> And just the fact that she wasn't embarrassed, she just like smiled like thanks for cleaning up my my poop. Uh, so that's that story. And I know you would have done the same thing if you were in my position. Trust me. <laughs> she was adorable. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm sure I would have tried, but when when it when it starts to fight you, <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> I think I might have yeah, said you're that. right. You're right. I, I should have given up. But that's wow. that's my poop story. <laughs> well, you're Amy Johnson. You don't know how to give up. So there you go. There it is. Yeah, too <laughs> arrogant for my own good. I guess. Oh man. But think of the karma that you earned. Uh, I sure hope so. Jeez. What What did uh, Zach say when you finally told him? I actually have a video. I videotaped him when I told him, but I can't release it. It's too ridiculous. Um, he just like, he was shocked. Uh, he was shocked. He couldn't talk for like seven seconds. And then finally he, was, he just bust out laughing. Like, why, why didn't you tell me? I was like, you wouldn't have held my hand the whole day. Yeah, and it kept going for like five minutes of just like random silences and laughter. Cause it, it, it was a random occurrence and <laughs> that's something I probably should have told him, but uh, that is whatever. an incredible story as it's in completely unbelievable. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
I wish I had a better story for you, but. Eh. What? That's like the best story on the planet. Are you kidding me? Is it? Is it? Okay. Okay. I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, like, I think I told you on Twitter, I said, you know, I'd hope to shake your hand one day, but I think we're good with a Skype high five now. Oh my gosh. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, Making me relive my poopy past. Well, you know, um, you the the video was so great. You had all these great imagery going on. Um, so much cool food. Oh, and that's another thing too. By the way, you, you were talking about all this great ramen, and then you cut to this story of, you know, poop in your hands. And I was like, and then you were, and then in the video, you're like, oh, let's go back to the food. And I'm like, I'm not going back to the food now. I'm turning it off now. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't help it. But most of the video was food because, you know, we just ate so much. But that's another thing. We plan on doing like actual, um, you know, vlogs of travel in the future because I travel a lot for work and we travel for play. So might as well make something out of it. So there'll be many more stories, hopefully not as, <laughs> not as poopy, but uh, There'll be many more. <laughs> Very cool. I wish you the best with with all of those adventures. Um, do you have uh, any uh, any parting stories that you want to share with the audience before I let you go? I know you're tired. Uh, anything uh, cool coming up that you want to uh, announce ahead of time? Um, I would love to. But everything I've already said, I can't say anything beyond that. Um, but I'm excited for my new series and, you know, all these things that I'm doing. Oh, and there's a fun comedy short that we'll be releasing within the next couple of weeks uh, with my friend Darren Bailey, who is in Thousand Pounds. He's a great, great friend, hilarious dude, an actor, comedian. Um, and he wrote this comedy sketch for us that we filmed with... Uh, Tony Diaz. Yeah, so uh, he wrote this fun script and we uh, filmed it with uh, Emmy Award winning Tony Diaz and it's in cool. post-production and it'll be released in a couple weeks. So uh, hopefully uh, you all will enjoy some comedy. Very cool. Very cool. Amy Johnson, thank you again for uh, coming back and uh, and sharing some great stories with us. It's, it's so much fun to have you on and uh, I hope to have you on again soon. Jeff Vita, you rock. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Always a good time. Pretty cool when Amy Johnson thinks that you rock, but honestly, who rocks harder than her right now? I mean, not only does she kick ass on screen and off, but she's a genuinely good citizen of this planet who will risk her own health and hygiene to help an adorable old woman with her toilet remnants. <laughs> when she's not cleaning up after senior citizens, Amy can be found all over the big and small screen as well as on her YouTube channel. And all of those links will be in the show notes. Go pay her a visit and check out all that fantastic content she's creating. And if you're in the mood for a great read, go check out her new book, How to Stunt in Hollywood. And yes, that link too will be in the show notes. So give it a click and a download and just enjoy the stories. Shout out to all my castaways who you can follow on Twitter at the hashtag castaways. So much great talent there with great shows that I know you're going to enjoy. So check them out and follow me on all the socials as well. You can find me on Twitter at Kung Fu Drive-In. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. You can email me Kung Fu Drive-In at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please head on over to iTunes and give the show a star rating and or a review. I've got 44 ratings right now and would love to get to that 50 rating mark. It helps the show so much. If you can do me a solid... It would be much appreciated. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. The 2018 UASC will take place Saturday, November 10th at AMC Theaters Times Square, featuring five theaters with over 60 hours of action content from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. That's right, Action Junkies. We're having a 14-hour action film megathon 
showcasing the latest indie action film content and continuing last year's launch of Saturday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, featuring Shaw Brothers Kung Fu Classics and honoring the 40th anniversary of five daily events. Please join the Urban Action Showcase Diversity and Action Initiative, celebrating the past, present, and future multicultural achievements in the blockbuster action genre. As a platform, we advocate diversity and inclusion through our International Action Film Festival, Action Expo, and Action Film Awards platform to promote multicultural heroic images in order to change the dynamic of mainstream media. you to be a part of the action by pre-purchasing a 2018 event pass for yourself or a friend. Master, Sanjay is finished. We can attack the city. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan, now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea, roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bit soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to graze jars. Fight for the cast and pass here, the pass. Not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David D is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. The channel little dream because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time in China, Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see, man, he's your spine. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight, may as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cut the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, to stand back. You place the black magic on the soul of the sword, and our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary Pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slash and blood is just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassin She's got her just in yellow but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor when the blood It'll splatter against the wall, no fear at all To kill them all, there's always blood spilled When you head into a war, fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car Jet Lee I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! 
this time it's warm. To smash the place up with a dragon claws. We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine.